Welcome to Something Crunchy, the Valley's number one comedy entertainment podcast. Biscuit is homies with Blake. Blake is the older brother of Blair. And Blair is married to Biscuit. Here are your hosts, Colin Blake with Blair and Tyler Dressel. Welcome to Something Crunchy. I'm Kellen Blake. With me as always, Blair. And I'm Justin. Thank you for joining us by way of 97.3 The Rattler or wherever you get your podcast. We got a fun one tonight. It's the 2023 Annual Crunchy's Award Show presentation. As always, we got blitzed on the red carpet. Tyler's in his crotchless tuxedo. Everyone is looking sharp. (laughs) We have a great show. It gets better every year. And there are some fun awards to give out this evening. We always like to round out award season where it ends with the Crunchies having its position to remain the most prestigious award ceremony. We'll cover everything from the back half of 2022 to the first half of 2023. Lots to get into. Let's dive right in and present the first award. Oh, please. Our first award is the year's worst movie to put on during a date. (laughs) Okay. Here are the nominees for Mood Killer of the Year. (laughs) A Man Called Otto. Tom Hanks trying to kill himself for two hours. No serving size of adorable Latin neighbors could balance that out into a bonable situation. Four out of ten soft peens. Okay. Blonde, Anna de Armas playing Marilyn Monroe. NC-17, Tyler, get the blocks. (laughs) This should have been boner jam of the year, and it was like romance repellent. Strong choice for buzzkill of the year. Oh, no. The Banshees of Inishirin. Three out of ten severed fingers at best. It's a super sad story, but they made it up to us by having it be extra slow. Paint. Owen Wilson playing Bob Ross, who isn't painter Bob Ross. 31% on Rotten Tomatoes and 4 out of 10 yawns. That canvas will be the only thing getting stroked tonight. And Weird. The Al Yankovic story. Nothing softens a rod like a musical, especially when you're not expecting one. You what are a also like particularly annoyed by musicals. I am annoyed by musicals to begin with, yes. But man, this just got dumber by the minute. Two out of ten ruined date nights. <laughs> this is tough. Bummer. We got a really? strong crop for worst date night. It's got to be a man called Otto. I mean, this thing... That does not sound like a good date night movie. It was Diet Gran Torino mm. and Tom Hanks trying to play something that he's not used to playing. Crotchety. I mean, he seriously tries to kill himself like five plus times throughout the movie. Yeah. Oh, God. I tried. I only got halfway through it. But there were a couple of like redeeming comedic parts and a couple of feel-good moments. Blonde didn't give you that. That was three hours of painful just buzz killing energy <laughs> okay if bone killing some, energy like, really terrible bone killing energy happening what movies just like made you instantly soft it's a man called auto yeah or blonde <laughs> yeah. unanimous yeah. for a man called auto if you are excited it's like really during a man called auto? You can usually find somewhere in a hanks movie to spank one and <laughs> you think so couldn't do it there. Next up, the Low Hangers Award. <laughs> this goes to the most awkwardly old ensemble in a series or motion picture. <laughs> and the nominees for this year's lowest hanging fruit are Fast X. Mm. They are getting a little older now. Magic Mike's Last Dance. 
<laughs> They've been old for a minute. Still hot, a little old. Halloween ends. Ooh, scary balls. Okay. Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny. And 80 for Brady. <laughs> I mean, I know that's based on a true story, but it just would have been a lot better of a true story if it was like 60 for Brady. <laughs> 55 for Brady. For the low hangers award. <laughs> it's tough. Um, I feel like that Magic Mike franchise should have ended a couple years ago. Yeah, you it's think been that when there's been a hundred Fast and Furious movies. Now I want to explore Indiana Jones in the afternoon nap. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And the matinee before. nap. Here's the thing: Spielberg has come back to end it, and he's going to do it to make up for the crappy last one. The last one with the aliens and the crystal skulls and the Shia LaBeoufs, all of that going on, it didn't work for anyone. Spielberg recognizes that. He's like, you know what? I'm going to give you the fifth one. It's going to be legit. I'm sorry. I'm going to (laughs) go for this. So they're old hangers for sure. Those forwards are hanging low. Yeah. No, it's it's Magic Mike and the Viagra 4. (laughs) It's absolutely Magic Mike. Wait, we didn't even delve into Fast X. Doesn't matter. It does matter. Those are the lowest hanging. Yeah, but they're prosthetics now and they're timeless. (laughs) They're hanging on. They've already been to space. Like, where else are they going? It's all CGI. Prosthetic plums. I mean, there can be another little movie about cars. Our next award is a favorite among the Crunchtastic R&D department. Every year, there's always the celebrity sex tape we get, but it's rarely the celebrity sex tape we want. Here's the nominees for this year's potentially hottest celebrity sex tape. <laughs> potentially. Emily Ratajkowski and Eric Andre. She's also been with Harry Styles and Razio Rispo this year. Yeah. Half of the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> She'd make a hot sex tape with anyone, so it's really... But Eric Andre would make like a really interesting one with her, so I feel like that would be... Fun. That's fun. That's a good time. Zendaya and Tom Holland, but Tyler wants to swap superheroes. Sure do, yeah. I think she's with the wrong one. I think she's better suited with Chris Hemsworth. Give her that Thor hammer. You think? I don't see it. I don't know. She's so young and Spider-Man. and She'd handle that Thor. Yeah. She'd hand me the hammer. She thinks she wants Spider's web, but she really needs Thor's hammer. That's a tough call. (laughs) Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell, they've already broken up Glenn's relationship with someone else, and now they've made that rom-com with Gaeta. Yes. Um, that Australian rom-com everyone's excited about. Yes. There's already the drama. Might as well have the sex tape to accompany it. Chili Thomas and Matthew Lawrence. That's like I, a throwback to a 90s bone. I yeah. could love that more. Like, it's so random that I, like, I could. I'd sign up to watch that in two seconds. It's the 98 bone that you yeah. need to see in 2023. I mean, you know it's going <laughs> to deliver. Yeah, I want to see it now. They're still looking good. They're still looking good. Yeah. I don't know. That's a dusty sex tape. That yeah. should have been. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that should have been on Frostwire and Bear Share like 15 years ago. <laughs> All right, let's round out this list. Tyler wants to see Pete Davidson in Kanye's girl because she looks like female Pete Davidson. Uh, yep. She really does, though. Now, that is an interesting combo. The Adventures of Pete and Pete. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel. <laughs> the Pete and Pete. The X-rated sequel. Pete's. This is tough um, for 
potentially hottest celebrity sex tape. I think it's going to come down to Emily and Eric or Sydney and Glenn. Nah, it's the Pete's. You're you're going double Pete all the way. We know where you're voting. I want to see Emily and Eric. Pizza, pizza. It's going to be entertaining. Emily and Eric, did oh, they Emily win? Emily and Eric, that's 100% my vote. You okay. guys, obviously. So then they take it. All right. There's so many movies put out every year, most of which are just crap. But there's always a handful deserving of the Kept My Attention Award. Yeah! <laughs> okay. And the nominees are Fall, Missing, Tetris, Blackberry, Vengeance, and Bullet Train. Now, I'd also like to do a little shout out for Glass Onion and Cocaine Bear. They almost made the cut. <laughs> kept, yes. our, kept our attention, but they don't quite deserve to be here. This isn't for best picture or anything, but this is the like surprisingly really kept my attention aboard. That fall, those two girls climbing the tower. Oh my gosh. You had to like just see what happened. Yeah, that I, it had me the whole time. That movie was like gripping. Adrenaline. Missing was way better than I thought it was. I came in with low expectations, and that was that turned out to be pretty good. Tetris and Blackberry, awesome biopics. Yep. Those are I great. I love Tetris. I haven't seen Blackberry yet, but just as good. Definitely kept my attention. And Vengeance, I've seen that a couple times. Love the hell out of that. Tetris that is my great. vote. You're going Tetris. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Fall story. or fall. Vengeance? Who? I mean, everyone was watching Fall for a second. We knew someone was gonna fall. It was going to happen. You knew someone was going to fall. Someone was going to fall. I had to see who it was. <laughs> I didn't see exactly what happened, like, going down like that. Two people up there, you know half of them are going to fall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into the award for this year's Most Surprisingly Spankable. All right. <laughs> One of my faves. Yes. Here are the nominees for films <laughs> making for a surprisingly spankable production. Okay. The Woman King. Viola Davis, just aggressively taking charge. It's sexual and violent. Effortlessly spankable. Love that. Babylon, for a movie with an opening scene that has two guys covered in elephant shit, this turns spankable pretty quickly with a sweaty Margot Robbie. (laughs) (laughs) Who would have thought? Don't worry, darling. Florence Pugh, she's getting oral for like half of that movie. Oh, yeah. No, there was a lot of good scenes there. Glass Onion had some spankable scenes. In a pinch, you can make that work. And Avatar, The Way of Water, The Way of Wet Spanking to a Hot Stretched Out Blue Alien. (laughs) (laughs) Zoe Saldana and Kate Winslet. That's worth watching. It's Don't Worry, Darling. That or Babylon. She's so sweaty. I get the Avatar She's so sweaty. But, (sighs) I mean, it's Don't Worry, Darling. Have you seen it? Like... If you're not, like, getting a little excited... You're not questioning yourself after that. (laughs) You're not watching that movie hard enough. (laughs) Watch it harder. Viola Davis. Love Viola. (laughs) She does it for me. Nothing surprising about that spank. (laughs) It's true. You're saying there's nothing surprising about it. No. Who done with the spank bio? Yeah. Let's move on to most spankable lighting in a series or motion picture. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like fun. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start getting into the categories unique to the Crunchies in what's become some of our most coveted awards. We've been giving out this award since the very first Crunchies, and it celebrates the celebrity most talked about and organically brought up on the podcast over the last season. Here are this year's nominees for the Miles Teller Award. (laughs) (laughs) Miles Teller Award, yes. 
Adam Sandler. Guests have had several Sandman stories this season. Mm -hmm. He's often brought up in games. Yes. Pedro Pascal. He's in a new movie or show like every week. Mm -hmm. Bring him up all the time. Guys everywhere. Dave Bird, a.k.a. Lil Dicky. We promoted season three of Dave. Had on Gata. He was brought up frequently. Jennifer Coolidge. Big year for the Coolidge. We had like half a so just on her. Always here for the Coolidge. Kevin Durant. First year in Phoenix. He was brought up a lot. We talked about him like on at least three episodes. Katie's hot right now. A few interviews for sure. He is surprisingly up for the Miles Teller Award. I mean, Tom Hanks, he's brought up in trivia. And Megan Cavanaugh and Sam McMurray brought him up a couple times. Mm. But I think he's outside. Um, Pedro Pascal, Jennifer Coolidge, Lil Dicky. What are we thinking? Pedro Pascal. I think Pedro too. Absolutely everywhere. Like, Jennifer Coolidge is getting hired for everything. But who but have we talked about the most? Yeah. Jennifer it's, Coolidge. It's, I have to vote Coolidge because I've even done her so much. I've done impressions of her. I've talked about Coolidge more this season than anyone else. My well, like Miles Teller Award. Your opinion, Blair. That's just like your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pedro. I think so, too. Two to one. Pedro wins. Come on down, Pedro. <laughs> your work. I get it. I'm here for Pedro. All right. Next up, just as prestigious as the Miles Teller Award, let's discuss the Steve Zahn Award, recognizing the most attractive person in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into who's hottest at the moment. Here are this year's nominees. Matt Reif. Stand uh, up in social media. Guys on fire. Jawline of a champion. Definitely. He's all over the place. Tell me one person who hasn't seen Matt Rife pop up on something on social media in the past. He's everywhere. 24 hours. So hot. Jenna Ortega, Wednesday, Scream 6. She was in a movie called X. Yeah. She's hot. Pedro Pascal, The Last of Us, The Mandalorian, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. He's got a new movie show every week. Yep. Jennifer Coolidge, The White Lotus, The Watcher. We have a ghost shotgun wedding. Lots of projects throughout the year. Michelle Yeoh. Won the Oscar for Everything Everywhere All at Once. She's got a new show, American Born Chinese, and she's in the new Transformers movie. She's everywhere. Michelle's hot. And Harry Styles, Don't Worry Darling, My Policeman. He was also GQ's Most Stylish Man of the Year in 2022. These are the nominees for the Steve Zahn Award. This is I'm hard. Prestigious company. I mean... There's a few I want to say. I, I mean, Matt, Jenna Ortega was everywhere on the big screen. I think it's going to be one of these first three. Matt Reif, Jenna Ortega, or Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Matt Reif is, he is everywhere. Like Steve Zahn reborn. He's like, he's our the, the next generation Steve Zahn. No, Theo Vaughn is the next generation. Yes, absolutely. They even have similar I think face so. shapes. I, Steve yeah. Zahn would be like, you think I look like Matt Wright? <laughs> yeah. And this is the Steve Zahn Award for most attractive in the industry. Yeah. It's Matt Rife right now. It's Matt Rife. It's Matt Rife. Maybe well a done. splash of Jenna. It's not. <laughs> All right. We joked last year about adding the Michael Fassbender Award, recognizing the juiciest dong in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do up a modified version of that and recognize those rocking extreme big dick energy throughout the year. This is better, and here are the nominees. Kieran Culkin from Succession. Mm. Yes. Christina okay. Ritchie, Wednesday in Yellow Jackets. <laughs> Keanu Reeves, 
he was in Big Dick 4. Constantine II <laughs> production. <laughs> Dancing on social media without a care in the world, just hogging it. <laughs> Brett Goldstein played Roy Kent on Ted Lasso. And Sydney Sweeney, White Lotus, Anyone But You, Euphoria, yes. this new yes. one. Um, strong crop for the Michael Fassbender yeah. Award. It's a very thick crop that's a you thick have crop. there. Kieran Culkin. I, that's I, my vote. I for was going to say Kieran Culkin is my vote. I think it's sure. him or Brett Goldstein. <laughs> the most impressive girth certificate goes to <laughs> Kieran Culkin. All right, we'll do that. That's, that works. Cue the succession. <laughs> Come receive your award. Last year, the award that was added to the ceremony was a little more on the sentimental side. Honoring those most deserving of a Hollywood comeback, which we appropriately named the Rick Moranis Award. Yes. Here are the nominees. Devin Sawa. He wants to be the next Freddy Krueger. He's come out and has said that. Ooh. Polly Shore, oh. he wants to make a Richard Simmons biopic, and oh. that would definitely be the thing oh. that resurrects mainstream Polly. Oh my gosh. Jeremy Piven, I mean, he's got nothing really going outside those hair club commercials. I'd love to see some Piven back. Rachel Lee Cook. Oh. I've seen her pop up lately. Laney Boggs? I have. Get out of here. <laughs> TV. Late night, straight to the crime, scene of the crime. Who's oh, crime, crime scene, scene of the crime. Whose crime night. is it anyway? Yes. <laughs> She's in those. I think so. Corey Feldman. He's working so hard for that comeback. He has earned his way into he the nominees. So is he going to earn the comeback? I don't know. I don't even know if he's going to take down the Rick Moranis award. <laughs> <laughs> a musical comeback. I think he's got uh, some tours in him. And shout out for a uh, family favorite here for Paul Costanzo from uh, Road Trip. Disney mm. Survivor. He played Ruben in Road Trip. Yep. You know I want that. Love, Love some Paul. That. The Rick Moranis Award is a really tough one. Um, you mentioned something about Devin Sawa. I just Did you? Is that back to that? Is, that's all Blair caught. You think I'm not going to address the Sawa in the room? <laughs> Blair needs a hot bowl of Sawa. Yeah, squishing for Sawa over here. <laughs> <laughs> How do we leave out Jeremy Piven? Are you kidding me? You need to pivot on Piven. Yeah. Sawa, please. I'll take one for the team. Sawa. You're going Sawa? Whoa! Over Corey Feldman, Rachel Lee Cook, Jeremy Piven, and Polly Shore. Yeah. I mean, Idle Hands, that, he made some some hits, man. He he had some bangers. I would love some All right. that. We'll give Blair the Sawa. <laughs> the Sawa Award. <laughs> This year's edition is the perfect award to cover everything from music, television, and film, recognizing the projects that just really slapped this year. Mm. Oh, love that. This is the Will Smith Award. <laughs> and here are the nominees. <laughs> oh, my God. For the project that just slaps. Air. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Succession. John Wick 4. Beef. And Nope. These are the projects that I thought slapped the hardest of all of them. And that includes Avatar and Vengeance almost making the cut. There were other pretty slappy shows and movies this out there. Your, like top list. But all for their various reasons, these 
these were the best. Air was surprisingly sloppable for me because I didn't think that I'd be into it so much. I love Michael Jordan and his story, but to kind of see that and with like the best cast, I thought it was so much better than I thought it was going to be. And I had high expectations for that. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, when they're doing stuff together, it's normally high budget, pretty strong. Always great writing. Chris Tucker, who else was in it? Jason Bateman, mm -hmm. Viola oh, Davis. Many. Yes. With that yes. cast, it wasn't going to suck. No. So high expectations and that came through. That was good. Everything Everywhere All at Once, that won the Oscar. Great scenes, different. A um, little weird, but... A little strange. But it was different. Got to watch it four or five times. Succession, great show. I don't know if I love the final season, but I love the show, and it did finish this year, so it's got to be part of the conversation. John Wick 4. I mean, I don't think we needed the fourth installment of the franchise. However, these things are shot so well. <laughs> Just, it is eye candy. Yeah. It is shot so cool. They, the way they use lights, there's lights in every single scene. It's like they want it to look like a screensaver at all times. It's just attention to detail and the way they shoot that is so neat to watch. Uh, Beef, that was probably my favorite show this year. Different, awesome. That was a good one. And then Nope. I remember that was in our most anticipated in the last year's yeah. Crunchies. And, and it was good. Compared to some of the other ones that he's like, I didn't care for us, but this. I like this better. Though. I like this a lot better. Yeah. I mean, it was very trimmers. It was like a modern trimmers kind of. I feel like people had a lot to say about no. It's good. But it slapped. It was good. It did slap. 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 Fair. Here's like the one thing that kept my attention. I felt like it was talking to me. It's air. It's air. Wow, the first Will Smith award. <laughs> I hate Congratulations. He, I hate that he gets like his own award on the show, but you know what? Michael Jordan gets the Will Smith award. <laughs> <laughs> Slaps. No. Michael Jordan had like two things to do with it. He said, Yes, you have the green light and make sure that you cast Viola Davis as my mother. Those yeah. are the only things I care about. Well, those are very important things. It was good. All right. I feel good about that. I'm not sure about this Devin Sawa situation. We're going to have to revisit the Whatever. Rick Moranis award. I don't know he, what you expect I'm going to say. He made like, bangers, bro. I want to see bangers again. You know, he could come out with something new and original. That yeah. no, He doesn't have to be a, a sequel kind of guy. Like, he is leading man. Yeah. Original recipe. Sawa material. Slackers was good. Yes, it was. And Idle Hands was good. One of my faves. And they both found new hot girls before they popped. Idle Hands had... Jessica uh, Alba. Alba. And then Slackers had... Uh, what's her name? Oh, yeah. What's her name? She's got like a dude's name. Yeah, she was cute. Sorry. Jessica Alba was at a lot of things that you forget about. She may be up for next year's Rick Moranis Award. I know she isn't like fallen off and she's doing no. other things. She's more entrepreneurial now. But yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very busy. So she's still around, but we'd like an on-screen comeback. Yeah. An on-screen Alba. On-screen Alba. Yeah. Next up, flop of the year. Here are the nominations for the year's biggest disappointments taking us on a floptastic voyage. White Men Can't Jump. Bad remake. Flop City. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Blood and Floppy. <laughs> a Man Called Otto, Diet Grand Torino, Extra Sad, Extra Floppy. Black Adam, Can You Smell What the Flop Is Cooking? <laughs> Blonde, 
three hours of Flop Noir. Flop Rap Supreme. <laughs> Children of the Corn remake. Heard they recently added more flops to it. Ooh. And Your Place or Mine. Flopless in Seattle. Just a another floppy rom-com. <laughs> All right. So lots of floppy joes this year. <laughs> <laughs> Black Adam had the high expectations. That has Very high. the largest colossal of flip to flop. That was the biggest budget flop. That's right. So That takes my vote right there. I mean, there's a couple of these that you shouldn't have even touched. Children of the Corn? I don't know. White Men Can't Jump? I heard just the absolute worst things about that. Wouldn't even watch it because I heard it was so bad. It wasn't that bad. And, and Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. So the rights was just released for Winnie the Pooh to go on public domain. Mm -hmm. And the first attempt of using any of that <laughs> IP <laughs> was like, you know, you know what they need? Just get a super extreme horror movie. <laughs> That's great. And um, <laughs> That's great. And it was terrible. Nothing tying it to the backstory. I mean, don't get me wrong, A Man Called Auto just sucked. But Black Adam, I think that's going to have to be flop of the year. Yeah. Oh, man. And he pushed it so hard, too, for so long. Come on down. DJ, come get your award. Extra floppy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best is yet to come, at least we hope so. When discussing our next award, which is most anticipated of the year, what we're most excited about, which hasn't come out yet. And the nominees are The Flash, Michael Keaton, back as Batman. That could be pretty cool. Ooh. Oppenheimer, Christopher Nolan. That movie just looks awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, that movie looks awesome. That cast, The Exorcist remake this October, high potential if they use practical effects and lay off the CGI. Yes, agree. They're quietly making a sequel to Coyote Ugly. No. No. Could be cool. Uh, Gran Turismo, video game adaptation. Yeah. Saw that. Looked awesome. And then Indiana Jones in the afternoon nap. <laughs> like I said, it's supposed to make up for the last one and be the best thing Spielberg has done in years. That's great. I don't know. It's Indiana Jones. Oh, for me, it's Oppenheimer, no question. Flash is in a second, but in a distant second, but Oppenheimer. Who's in it? Cillian Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh, Jack Quaid, Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, Rami Malek. It's a huge cast. That's it's amazing. just ridiculous. That is going to slap. <laughs> it's about the Manhattan Project, Christopher Nolan, big budget. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's Oppenheimer. I agree. All right. All right, All right sold. <sighs> Good argument. Why didn't you, you just sold say me. so? Working hard over here. <laughs> All right. I want to dive deep into this. We really didn't have the memeable moments like last year i suppose megan trainer and her tennessee six-way runs away with this one <laughs> after that it was the king's coronation and a bunch of bull where we lacked in memeable moments we have more than made up for it in conspiracy theories yes. let's discuss Ooh. the year's best conspiracy theory all right we Love have it. humans living in a simulation we discussed this a lot yeah Giants that used to live among us. Yes. Sing a lot on that. Love that one. The time traveling Trumps. Have you heard about this? I have. What is this? Oh, it's fascinating. Uh huh. All right. When Nikola Tesla died, he had like 80 plus trunks in his hotel with all of his patents, all these inventions. And the first man in charge of picking up those items was John G. Trump. That's Donald Trump's uncle. Ooh. What? Now, 
Tesla said that he figured out how to bend time. And the theory is Trump's uncle took these things, made a time machine. And here's an even weirder connection after this book that was found. There's a book that was written in 1896 called Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey, which is the name of Donald's youngest son. Yeah. And it's about what? him time traveling. Whoa. A book written in 1896 about Baron Trump time traveling. Oh, it's just weird. It's just some fun coincidences making for a friendly conspiracy oh theory. Oh my gosh. Has anyone read this book? And then we have the Denver airport in the Illuminati headquarters. Sure. Lots yeah. going on there. Yeah. That's, that's an old one. But, Mile high. But sure. it's still, still hot. And AI Brittany. We got the... Oh. Seen some hot shit about AI Brittany. Brittany. Artificially intelligent Brittany. Artificial. Filtered Brittany. eyes Brittany. All right. So... First of all, which of these is most likely to be true? Humans living in a simulation? Giants that used to live among us? I, mean, I, I like those over time-traveling Trumps. And no, it's Britney. Britney's it's fake. Britney, although you know how you I think, feel about giants. Because you think that proof is like yeah. pretty convincing. Are you kidding? I don't know. Have you seen her Instagram? Yeah, that's not her. That's oh somebody with the gosh. Britney filter on. So it's not a clone. It's an AI filter. filter. I've also seen people say like they there's like eye holes in, that she's wearing a mask, that it's AI, that there's green screen, that there's... All the above. All the above. Her Instas looked wild for a bit, uh, I since feel. Since she was able to start posting. Yeah, I'm like, is that? It just feels weird to look at it, and yeah. I'm like, I don't understand, like, what's going on here. No, it's somebody that took over her account to run Britney's Insta. Yeah, they're like, well, gonna... we'll put the wild shit up. We can, we know how to do the filters. Now the giants. There's some pretty convincing photos that have giants and humans in them. Oh yeah. And I like that video where you can kind of see the rock close really quickly. It looks like there's a giant or something still living in there. They found like boots and plates and tools and weapons and things that are just massive tree trunks that are broken that are mm. trees as big as you can imagine. Do we even discuss Kanye? What's the Kanye theory? For clone? Clone Kanye? Yes, uh, unless that's in a separate area. No, that's a, that's a whole another separate conversation. conversation. And as a nice transition, because as it's fitting and deserving of his own category, let's discuss Clone of the Year. No way! Okay. And here are the nominees. <laughs> Kanye West. Uh -huh. Britney Spears. Uh-huh. Eminem. Woo! Justin Bieber. And Joe Biden. Oh. Whoa! Oh. These are sweet what crop for Clone of the Year. Yeah. Now, they could all be clones. They could. Yeah, I, I might say. I want to say none of them could be all clones, of the above. I'm not sure that that's possible. But who is clone of the year? Like whose clone looks best? Who wore their clone? Who best wore their this year? clone best? Bieber's clone looks the best, but it, he like he, like he had a malfunction. He did. Say, he had some he had a like, big malfunction this year. He had some bells Shortage. palsy malfunctioning. Joe Biden has so many clones that he does. can't keep track. No, people are noticing. They keep falling down. The ears are changing. The face looks different. They're malfunctioning. Every time he's in public, he falls down. Every single time there's a camera on the guy, he's just uh, face first. Oh, we have <laughs> a conspiracy theory coming in. Do you think that the royal family had Princess Diana killed? Oh, that's such a good conspiracy what theory. What a great 
Let's dive Conspiracy into this. theory. Okay. I mean, I've seen some documentaries on the subject, and they are very convincing. Yes. About the royal family being involved. Mm. Did um, they like directly? Okay, so you're from England. I want to know your take. Yeah. We're yeah from hot the, we're take. From, we're, yeah. We're from, we're from the states. What does it matter? <clears> from what we, we can see, it, he's it, got. It looks pretty, you know, cut and dry. Let's see. I don't know. I mean, again, if you look at Mr. Bradley from England, if you look at all of that, your take on this. I think they took her out. He says. So is that why Meghan Markle had to exit the country as well? That's a whole different one. Ooh, Prince Harry is not King Charles's kid. Whoa! Hot take. No, that's believable. (laughs) (laughs) That's believable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we could throw in King Charles as well, because that's looking extra cloning. And if you saw him during his coronation, he was fluffy. His hands looked weird. Yeah. Everything looked strange about him. Oh. I think his clones are a little Generated. glitchy as well. <laughs> yeah. We just it's Bieber. I'm terrible with the camera, by the way, so I'm just going to go ahead and apologize. I think so, too. I've, if we're talking yeah, for clone of the year, yeah. I'm thinking it's either Bieber or Kanye West. And Bieber is interesting because they have had multiple videos that you see where they show her height and his height i'm, I'm buying it beavers is good a little glitchy but pretty good <laughs> just can't get it wet <laughs> <laughs> don't feed it after me. Yeah. can't get it wet all right i like that last award of the night let's discuss podcast of the year and here are the nominees your mom's house with christina p and tom segura mm. oh yeah bad friends with andrew santino and bobby lee oh so good this past weekend with Theo Vaughn, Two Bears, One Cave, Still Going Strong, Tom Segura, Bert Kreischer. The official Always Sunny podcast, that's new, but they're coming out strong. Nice. That, it's a good one. Uh, Ginger Whiskey with Santino, that's a great podcast as well. And so is the Bert cast, just Bert Kreischer's. Hmm. This is tough. For this year, I'm leaning towards Bad Friends, Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee. It is so entertaining. They got a hot start to the year. They've got some of the most viral videos out there with Santino doing Bobby's mom everywhere. Like that clip I've seen more than anything else this year. Podcast of the year? YMH Studios. YMH Studios. Yeah, Anything and everything. They come out of there. Yeah. Just the studio? The studio and, and all things YMH. We'll give it to the studio. <laughs> Dr. Drew, Two Bears. That works. Mom's House. Your mom's house. Tom Talks. Like, it's all everything YMH this year. Well, I feel like we've covered it pretty good. Any of these we need to get back into and refight about? Rick Moranis award. Um, <laughs> I like your salty that we brought up. Salty for Sawa? He, is he was nominated for, for a reason. He was no, he deserved to be Bangers, nominated bro. in, in the Give discussion. Give the people what they want. Yeah. Do you think they are doing what they did in Jurassic Park films, cloning dinosaurs? Um, I know DNA. Oh, I bet they're. Yes, they are, Mr. Bradley. Yeah. I encourage you to look up the article that came out a few months ago about mammoth meat, about the woolly mammoth. What? Mm -hmm. And they are using a similar process where kind of exactly how they did in Jurassic Park. They're taking old pieces of mammoth. Mammoth DNA. (laughs) And And they're making mammoth burgers. And it's like a real thing. Yeah, see, they're bringing the mammoth mammoth back. It's right. It's right, Brad. Growing ourselves some lab mammoth. 
Yeah, how do you feel about the lab meat? Are you ready to cross over? There's already that impossible burger. Yeah. There's the buffalo bison meat. It's no different than the bison for me. I don't want plant-based meat. I want like real fake, <laughs> you know, computer generated <laughs> don't pretend meat. pretend to be. So I'm just like. I want CGM, computer generated meat. <laughs> 3D printed, 3D printed meat. meat. Yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. I don't care where it comes from. A mammoth, a saber tooth, dinosaur. How different could mammoth meat be than bison meat? Bison burgers. It's, it's a little hairier. Well, I guess mammoth is more elephant. They look soft. I feel like they're both gamey meats. <laughs> I love how we're talking about like using the technology to bring back all of these awesome extinct creatures yeah. that we can eat. That's so we can terrible. Eat them. <laughs> bring back this majestic creature and make a burger out of it. <laughs> Normal <laughs> burger. Let's move on to our track of the week. Out of Longview, Texas, this is We're All Monsters by Post Profit. Warning, warning. I am to be writing a featured in the following video. Due discretion is advised.
All right, great song, well done, and thank you, Post Profit. New Dream Car giveaway over at 8080. In addition to the 15% off you get for using code Crunchy, every dollar you spend gets you entered in for a chance to win a brand new Lamborghini plus $60,000 in cash. You do not want to miss out. Nor do you want to forget to check out SomethingCrunchy.com where you'll find every episode, our links to social media, and the Almighty Crunch store where you'll find all kinds of crunchy gear showing that you are a proud citizen of Crunch Nation, like Bradley here. Join us every Friday at 10 o'clock on 97.3 The Rattler, or find us wherever you get your podcast. This has been another episode of Something Crunchy, and as always... Don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life. And be crunchy to one another. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. All episodes can be found at somethingcrunchy.com and on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. You're giving me the worst f- angle here, Blair. I mean, what what's the camera lady doing? Not a bad angle. Can you, can I'm you, on the best. Can you get me upside angle. down from under the table, Blair? I can't even get this to turn around. Now we're chilling with Bradley. I think they found something. What's up, Linda? Thanks for crunching down. What up, Apple user? You're crunching with us. What do we got here, Bradley? I think we could use 100% of our brain power could do things like using the force star wars something to chew on you think that we're only using 10 percent? and if we had 100 percent capacity could we move things with our mind and no worst? i think so no, no, no phenomenon no way no nope. no way if we could use 100 percent of our brain power all we would realize is the reasons why we can't move things with our brain he says the royal family or lizards Oh, the lizard people. Okay. There's people that have very convincing oh, stories you. about seeing I love the lizard. lizard people in action. Tyler swears he saw Taylor Swift lick her eyeball, and I believe it. Like, <laughs> I, I believe him. <laughs> you're one of them. I'm one of them. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Buzz, your girlfriend. girlfriend. Oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> love the name, Buzz. The royal family are German? I don't know about that, Mr. Bradley. They changed their name in the World War. Well, that can't be true. They've had the same name since before the both World Wars. They do. Queen Elizabeth's father was the king before her. Look it up, bro. I All mean, right. he might be right. All you know right. he knows more on the subject. Yeah. Well, he is across the pond. Sounds like he's been putting in the man hours. Do we just sound like obnoxious Americans to you? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. We do. Uneducated blokes Royal, over here. Yeah, I have to Google. Is the royal family German? Just a German? bunch of wankers. <laughs> <laughs> He's not, not wrong. wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Damn. Wait, I moved to Texas to be with my other half. Where in Texas? We're from Texas. San Antonio. Nice. San Antonio. Riverwalk. There you go. Mexican <laughs> food. <laughs> I love thinking about a British guy getting some good Mexican food in yes. San Antonio, just getting mariachied down <laughs> I'm on the sure river he's walk. Like, what I had the is going best on ponchos here? of my life in San Antonio. You could right? raise the flag in San Antonio. Yeah. I raised the flag. <laughs> I did six weeks basic training. First day off base. Like, you're allowed to go off base. My mom and dad came, picked me up. They're like, what do you want to do? And I said, we're going to ponchos. Yeah. And I'm going to raise the fucking flag all night long. You Hell think yeah. it's the river walk? You think it's the Alamo? No, it's ponchos. It's ponchos and spurs. That's all they care <laughs> That's about. That's right. Dale, I would die for some English fish and chips. <laughs>
needed. Bro, English fish and chips to die for. Pizza's in, pretty good. In San Antonio, English fish and chips? No, not in San Antonio, boy. That may be what he's saying. No, you're telling me that San Antonio's got great English fish and chips? <laughs> Let me tell you about how he's right. World's finest. Okay. If not, no for World up. War One, the British royal family would still go by a German name. All right, so now that we could trust you about the whole German royal family bit, let's hear about these fish and chips. Yeah. How do you feel about giants? No, I want to know if this was San Antonio fish no, and chips. No, home. he said back home. Obviously, oh, Blake. I missed no. that. He says no back home. Back home. What do you think, camera angle? <laughs> it's not bad. What do you want from those? <laughs> Bomb fish and chips in San Antonio. Like, obviously, it's a river walk. It's not the ocean walk. English fish and chips. Head over to San Antonio. <laughs> Some bomb carp and chips over there. <laughs> Y'all recording a soda going live. We ju just recorded a soda. Now we're just hanging out. I just got through all three hours of Avatar, The Way how, of Water. How was it? The like, most it was all right. ever. It was all right. The first five, 10 minutes, I was like, you know what? This is more of the same. And I'm just not as excited or wowed by it this go around. But then I slowly kind of got into it and was like, you know what? All right. This, it didn't suck. And it was worth watching. I'm not sure it was worth the like billion dollars they spent on it. And I can't believe they're making like three or four more. Me, Lord of the Rings still stands the test of time. Okay, Blake started on conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a good conspiracy theory. And we have gotten into some good ones. Paul is dead. We got into the Giants. AI Britney. Mm -hmm. Was that conspiracy? Yeah, I need year? to know what everyone thinks of all these. AI Britney. I mean, you can't tell me that's Filter her. Britney. Eight times filtered Britney. Eight times filtered Britney. And Abandoned Places. Buzz, your, this is Carly. Buzz, your girlfriend is Carly. Yeah, <laughs> Blake does love Abandoned Our places. Our infamous MMW, MMF. Ah! Anyway, hey. 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 Yes. yes, ladies and gentlemen, Carl's Barkley. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to the show. Yes, all right, okay. Why didn't I make that connection? Buzz, you're going. That's such a great name, God, Carly. You would have Buzz, name. your girlfriend, for your name. <laughs> <laughs> it was the abandoned places that got me. I was like, hold on. <laughs> That's too. It's like specific she knows to me Blake because it is the abandoned places. It's my thing. Oh, uh, MJ, Michael Jackson. And I think MJ faked his death. I think there's a lot of people that aren't dead that say they're dead. Who is most likely to have faked their death? Tupac. Elvis. No, nah, Elvis actually died. He he choked on that ham and cheese sandwich on the on the can. If he just didn't get so fat. Yeah, that was <laughs> he didn't fake that shit. Prince ain't dead. Tupac's not dead. Um I M saw MJ, I believe. I definitely believe that Michael Jackson. MJ thing. has reasons. Like he actually has like yeah. reasons for yeah. my quality of life would be better off. And he if the world to, thought like, I was escape. dead. Yeah. I don't think that like Tupac was too young. I don't know. Bruce Lee was definitely killed. Bruce Lee was definitely killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny that the casket was closed when it was on TV. Who's he talking about there? Michael. 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 Yeah, he wasn't looking too good there. There oh. was someone I saw the other day. I saw Aaron Carter did a video. It was um, yeah, something but talking to his mom or about his mom, and it was a 
the FBI wanted him to like say a bunch of stuff about Michael, and he was like, "Yeah," and he was a haze. It was nothing. Yeah, but they were trying sweet, to build a case. Gracious, and is that a? <laughs> get get it down low, bro. Is that good? Is oh, this here. Get it down low, lower. Stop. Oh, yeah. here we go. This is this is give the TikTok what the they want. No, no, yeah. no, no. Welcome no. to the feet and greet. Slowly, <laughs> the feet and greet. <laughs> Foxy <laughs> ankles. Foxy ankle. Oh, well, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Terrible angle, which is what he's trying to do, but thank you for the. They make for a great necklace. <laughs> How do you turn it around, Blair? Turn you can turn me straight anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Dale, That's you've great. been fun to have on tonight. Yeah, Thank th- you for being here. Carly and Carly. Carly. She likes feet she and greet. She likes feet and greet. She, likes she doesn't want my feet and greet. What up, swim fan? I mean, swim team. You could turn me straight anytime. I mean, I will take that all day, to be honest. Thank you. This Kanye's disappeared. He was loud, loud, loud. We haven't heard anything from Kanye. He's gone. Where is he? Kanye is everywhere. You see yeah. him all the time in his weird shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's a fake shoulder pad. Making blow his up. girlfriend wear a ski mask. He's wearing he blow like, up pectoral. She looks like Pete Davidson. She does look like Pete Davidson. How did he go from a girlfriend looking exactly like Kim Kardashian to a girlfriend looking exactly like Pete Davidson? That is a good question. The Adventures of Pete and Pete. <laughs> the Adventures. <laughs> Like, I don't even understand. Yeah, he was going to drop a film. He's talking about Chester for sure there. But yeah, okay, so Jamie Foxx, let's go over this timeline. A month ago, he is running naked in the streets. People are saying he's delusional, losing his mind, and checking him into facilities because he is overly (laughs) paranoid and saying, people are trying to kill me. Mm -hmm. And now, due to a blood clot in his brain that was from a COVID vaccination, he's now... Partially blind and paralyzed. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't make sense. What? Doesn't make sense. I don't understand. Kanye thinks he is better better singer like Prince or David Bowie, and he will never be as good as them. Well, that's true. Yeah, he's it's hard to compare Kanye with Prince or David Bowie. David Bowie, yeah. They're musicians and Kanye's a rapper. Kanye at his peak though, he did come out with some bangers. Kanye thinks he's better than everybody. Damn, I need a deep dive, Jamie Foxx, or at least snorkel. At yeah. least it's worth a snorkel. There's for a lot sure. to unpack there. Carly, worth a snorkel. This was a good crunchies. Yeah. A memorable sode. Thanks for being here, everybody.